Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. So I'm right about this, and no one will agree with me. I think that's a lot of of that going on this week. It's great to have you here on The Fan. Pete in for GP. He's doing updates. Then he puts a different headset on to do... The radio program. It's really impressive. There you go. So Talented. this Melvin Gordon thing that you uh, th- that you mentioned mm-hmm. um, that's going on now. So he's holding out. Has been a a good soldier, so to speak, in his time with the Chargers. He tried to play hurt. Has played through some things. Has been a productive player. Dar hit us with this before the show. He's only got one thousand yard rushing season under his credit. I, I thought it was more than that once he fell short at nine ninety seven. But last year played twelve games. Has been hurt a bunch. He's holding out and wants a new deal. This all goes to my running back conversation. Grant and I disagree with this about this all the time. My point is you should never make a big investment in a running back. You'll get a nice payoff for a couple years. Right. You'll get a Zeke Elliott. You'll get a Todd Gurley. You'll have some whatever Saquon Barkley becomes. Right? It's a nice thing. But let's just do this quick exercise. And this goes to my point about what I'm about to make with the Redskins. Adrian Peterson should get the overwhelming majority of the characters for the Redskins. Of, of the carries. Agreed. Darius guys should be eased in. They're not going to do that. They're going to have uh, some sort of timeshare. Maybe somebody gets hurt. They want guys to hit the ground running and they'll go. I want Darius Geist to have more than just a couple seasons of effectiveness. A, he's coming off an injury. B, you've already got an older player on the cheap who's willing to take all the bumps and bruises that are going to come with playing for this crappy offense. Let him do it. Ease Geist in. Extend his career. Quick exercise. Tell me on this list of just three seasons elapse. Okay, so 2018 we just had. Here are your 2015 rushing leaders. Adrian Peterson, still doing it, but not the same guy that he was, right? But still pretty effective. Doug Martin, Todd Gurley is a rookie, now with a knee injury, may never be the same. Darren McFadden, Chris Ivory, Latavius Murray, Jonathan Stewart, D'Angelo Williams, Matt Forte, Lamar Miller, Ronnie Hillman, Rashad Jennings, Thomas Rawls, Chris Johnson, Jeremy Hill, and Eddie Lacy. You know what most of them have in common? They're, they're not in the league anymore. They're not, not even doing let alone playing anymore. They're not even in the league anymore. Now look at receivers from the same year. Tell me who's uh, which one of these is not like the other on this list. Julio Jones, Antonio Brown, DeAndre Hopkins, Brandon Marshall, Odell Beckham, uh, Demarius Thomas, A.J. Green, Mike Evans, Rob Gronkowski, retired, Jarvis Landry, Brandon Cooks, Emmanuel Sanders, T.Y. Hilton, Greg Olson, Delaney Walker, Jeremy Macklin, the great one, uh, Amari Cooper. You see my point. Way more of those receivers are still doing it at a high level. Mm-hmm. Various ages. We, we know the controlling sample than that. Now you look at the running backs. It turns over so rapidly. Every Adrian Peterson, who is a freak of nature, his knee gets exploded. He's back nine months later rushing for 2,000 yards. He is a rarity. Lightning struck in that gentleman. God gave him a gift. He's used it, and he's and he's great. I'm glad he's here. The rest of these guys, Darren McFadden, you remember? Goodness gracious, uh, uh, DeMarco Murray ran for almost 2,000 yards, basically out of football just a couple years later. Why do you want to use up the bullets for a team that's not going to be any good? So here's my theory about this, okay? Adrian Peterson, because A, he's a freak, B, he's not costing you very much, and C, you've got to protect an asset. I'm I'm treating Dwayne Haskins the same way. I have an asset. I'm going to protect him. What I want to do is let Adrian Peterson take those early downs. Because Jake Gordon's got to establish the run, man. He's going to establish that run. Fine, first and 10, let him run into a roadblock. What say you? I know 
I understand, and I, there's nothing wrong with your theory. If you're running a, a team, there's nothing wrong with your theory. The, the, the theory itself is sound. Here's the problem with this particular franchise. This franchise has a bunch of guys that are going to be unemployed if the results are not very good this mm-hmm. year. And you have to ask yourself, who gives me the better chance to be a home run hitter? Now, everybody's going to say, well, Adrian Peterson ran, you know, for 150 yards in, in one sprint against Philadelphia. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. But Darius Geis is the kind of guy that could legitimately do that seven or eight times during the course of a 16-game schedule with a fair amount of opportunities. If that occurs, you get better results, you get better results, everybody stays employed. So now you're dealing with a head coach who all he cares about, Danny, is Philadelphia, game mm-hmm. one. Yeah. All he cares about then is game two. All he cares about is winning each and every week because he may not have a head coach's salary by season's end if yeah. the results are not satisfactory. And because of that, you will end up playing Darius Geis more than you want to because he has the potential to hit the home run every time he touches the football. Now, no one in the NFL where it's still dinosaurs, it's still – Old school thinking trumps data and analytics and the like. In there, a lot of cases, yes. There are certain teams that are, you know, have been ahead of the curve for a long time. See the Patriots. Yes, they have Tom Brady. They also have the, the the most and smartest guys in the business figuring out what to do the best practice every time, all the time. Doesn't always work, but for the most part, they're on board. Philadelphia Eagles. There are other teams that do this very, very well. But nobody views it this way because of what you just mentioned. The shelf life of an NFL coach is so short that they feel like they've got no choice but to maximize every week. It's not Jay Gruden's job to think two years down the line because Jay Gruden probably won't have a job two years down the line if he thinks that way. There's always a conflict. That's why I have a very firm theory that an NFL GM should never also be the head coach or team president or whatever. I would completely agree with that. those roles are diametrically opposed and should be. There should be arguments. There should be fights. There should be a head coach saying, this kid you gave me ain't ready. Well, And then the GM saying... He's not now, but he will be. And the the coach says, well, that's that's not but my concern. only if the head coach utilizes the asset properly. I mean, also, Danny, think about this. A lot of what happens in, in sports in particular, especially in football, is so random. Who saw Robert Griffin III turning his rookie season into that with the Redskins? Who saw the Philadelphia Eagles all of a sudden going with a backup quarterback and a running back stable that pretty much was a, a solid list of ho-hums and yawns winning a Super Bowl. So much of this so much of this is random and random luck mm-hmm. at, at some case, but sometimes you have to create your own random luck. And by giving Darius Geis the ball probably 5% more of the time than you probably want to in terms of the analytical version of this, you may increase your chances of winning 10 to 15% more just by giving him the ball 5% more. But then I get my response then, of course, is to what end? Because it, it because now, we only care about this but, season. But Pete, if he's if we this only is care a, about this season, no, of course, of course they do, and that's how they view it. But if this is, if you're the, if you're, pick the team, the Chargers, for example, right? Where am I best served this year? I'm a 12 and four team. I I was right there with New England. Okay, I was really good. I had a chance to go. Yeah, run your guy into the ground, right? Do do whatever you got to do for this year because you got a window. Does anybody watching the Redskins, who has seen them the last? What's it been? 28 years since the mm-hmm. Super Bowl, right? Sure. So we've seen this group win two playoff games under Dan Snyder's ownership. 
that's seven and nine each of the last couple seasons. That's been basically five hundred the last four years, maximized with a bunch of veterans. Does anybody looking at this roster go Super Bowl windows right now? If that's the case, you play guys every down. But we know that it's not right. No, but Danny, from a marketing standpoint, you can't get people to show up if you don't win. So there's pressure to win mm-hmm. each and every week. That's and, all true. And I, look, nobody. I, I think we have fewer and fewer teams now that play for longevity and down the road. Everybody plays for this year because we have such freedom of movement of players and free agency. And look, if if Darius Geis gets hurt, great. We've got Bryce Love, the next guy in the pipeline. Whether you think that's a great way to think or whether it's a callous way to think, it's the reality. It's the reality. Of course it's it the reality of what happens. You draft Bryce Love because now he's that future asset that you're talking about. Okay, so we, we, we don't necessarily preserve Darius Geis. Hurts his knee again, gets hurt again. Okay, we've got Bryce Love coming in next. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll utilize him as our that is next a good asset. That is a good point that Joe was replacing. Um, you can't replace this next guy. Terrible transition by me, but whatever. I'm excited about it. Corbin Burnson. Roger Dorn from Major League joins the show in about eight minutes. We'll, we'll get back. We'll set it up. We'll talk some Major League, but he will join us uh, in about eight minutes here. We'll be right back at 1118. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 